0: This episode is sponsored by Peak Sales Recruiting. If you need to make a critical hire and you're tired of digging through bad resumes that don't cut it, then visit peaksalesrecruiting.com slash Ian to learn more. Hey, it's Ian Altman. Welcome to this month's solo episode where I address your questions that you've raised in the Same Side Selling Academy. In some cases, I get these via email. In many cases, they're part of the dialogue in the Same Side Selling Academy. So just visit samesidesellingacademy.com to learn more. If you're not part of that community, would love to have you in there. And it doesn't cost you anything. So if it sounds interesting, check it out. And if you don't like it, I'll give you a full refund. Because, well, remember, it's free. The first thing is that people have asked me questions about some marketing tactics or sales tactics that they've seen other people doing. So one of them is someone said, well, I've seen people ask a question, hey, here's what I do. Would you be the right person to talk to in the organization? So they reach out and contact someone with that sort of message. The other thing that people have said is, well, I've I've seen people who say, look, I'm going to be available at these three times, why don't you pick the time that's the best for us to speak? Or in person, they'll get a message that says, oh, I'm going to be in the area next Tuesday. So people have asked me, well, look, are those effective? And what do you think? And the answer is, I don't think they're very effective at all. And I think most people who ask that question already know that those approaches are not effective because they just make our skin crawl. It's slimy, pedestrian, silly tactics that people used to use. And the thing is that someone's still teaching this garbage to people. And it's not integrity-based. And it's kind of like circumventing the gatekeeper by saying, oh, yeah, I'm friends with Jim. So just patch me through. So who would want to do business with somebody who starts the relationship with a lie? I certainly wouldn't and i will tell you also that the other thing that drives me nuts is i get people who contact me via linkedin and say oh i want to connect with you because i want to connect with with other like-minded people and you know i've barely clicked the button to accept their invitation and i'm already getting spammed with all sorts of garbage from them and next thing you know i'm subscribed to their newsletter and it's like dude if you want to tell me about your newsletter, that's fine. If you want to subscribe me to your newsletter with, without my permission, then I got a real problem with that. And in each case, these scenarios illustrate a premature presentation, which can be rather embarrassing. I think there's a pill for that. But, you know, so when you're guilty of this premature presentation, what happens is that you seem desperate, you seem like you're just a peddler. And you're showing up as someone who's there to sell, not solve. And one of the fundamental principles in same-side selling is that we need this to be even-handed. And so I should never be saying, oh, thank you for your time. Instead, I should be saying, hey, I'm glad we could meet so I can see whether or not we can help. know, when was the last time you went to a doctor and the doctor says, oh, thank you for your time today? I mean, the doctor is there to help diagnose and see if they can help you and make sure that you're okay and on the right track. And that's the same thing we should be doing. So when people say, oh, well, thank you very much for your time, um, to me, it's just, it's a grovelly, I don't know if grovelly is a word, but I just invented it. So you seem like you're groveling. You seem like you're begging. You may as well have a tin cup and a cardboard sign at that point because it's just an awful way to approach business. So how should you do it instead? Well, it's going to get back to understanding the problems that you solve for your clients. So, it's about taking the time to understand, based on whatever product or service you have, who has a problem that needs that solution? And what is that problem doing in terms of impacting their business? And what kind of results do people get after they use whatever your product or service is? So, if you don't know the answers to those questions, then you got a major problem on your hands. Because the reality is that nobody cares about what it is that you're selling. All they care about is what they need. And too often I get people to say, well, so, so I, have this, I have this marketing service. By the way, I, I probably get five emails or solicitations a week from people saying to me that they have a sales and marketing strategy that I should hear about and how difficult sales is and that maybe I should speak to them because they could help grow my business. And I'm thinking to myself, these people have no clue. I mean, these people have not taken the time to do the single, the smallest amount of research they could do. They're just lazy. And nobody wants to do business with somebody who's lazy. So we have amazing tools at our disposal these days. And we can find all the information we would want or need to have to have an intelligent conversation with our prospects. But too often, we don't do that. Now, you might have a situation where you're running a team and you say, "Look, some of my team does all the research," and other people are just kind of lazy and they're just kind of phoning it on phoning it in. They used to be order takers, and now people aren't just making orders. People actually want someone who's a subject matter expert they can rely on. You might realize that look, I just don't have the right people on my team and and when that happens, that's when our, our current sponsor can probably help. And so let me just give you a quick background, a little bit of information for the people at Peak Sales Recruiting. If making a bad sales hire isn't an option and you're tired of sorting through resumes from unqualified applicants, then speak with the folks at Peak Sales Recruiting. They're not like generic recruiters. They find the right talent you need to drive sales in your unique environment. Your only challenge will be deciding which candidate to hire because you'll probably want to hire them all. Visit PeaksalesRecruiting.com slash Ian to learn more. Hey, we're back. And by the way, the people at Peak Sales, just so you know, when someone approaches us to sponsor this podcast, we actually take some time to vet these people and make sure that they're not just selling snake oil. And there's a reason why these guys have offices all around North America, and they're just, they're just good people. And I had a good feeling when I talked to them, which is why they are our sponsor right now. And I feel like people would be in pretty good hands working with them. They seem like just honest, straightforward people who are actually trying to source a select number of the right candidates, not just anybody with a pulse. So, um, so don't fret and don't fear. If you reach out to them, uh, my sense is you'll be in pretty good hands. In fact, my sense is you'll be in great hands or they wouldn't be a sponsor of the show. Um, we've probably had I don't know, a half dozen different people who wanted to sponsor the show in the past. Um, you've seen some of them, um, some, some organizations have sponsored, but you're probably thinking it's way less than eight or nine. And there's a reason why, because if we don't believe in what they're doing, they're not sponsoring the show. And that's one of the things that I kind of want you to think about with your clients. See, you have to constantly be evaluating Are we the best people to help solve their problem? And how confident am I that I can deliver the results that they need? Because if you can't deliver the results they need, then take yourself out of the mix. So here's an interesting thing. You will lose the current deal if you take that approach. But if you don't do that, something worse will happen, which is you'll win the current deal and then you won't deliver. And then when you don't deliver, that client will be upset. You probably won't get paid for what you did. And they'll tell a whole bunch of people how miserable the experience was. Instead, if you say, you know what, I don't think I'm the right fit for you in this case. Then what all of a sudden happens is the organization says, wow, these people are actually looking out for our best interest. And a crazy thing happens. They'll start to say, well, where could you help us? Because it's so rare that someone selling something is blatantly and brutally honest with the client about where they can help and where they can't, that when you do that, the client says, wow, I want to figure out a way to do business with you people as often as possible. And it's something that happens in every organization. See, if we just tell people to go chase rainbows and chase deals and have more activity, then they don't actually end up with confidence because what happens is every time they reach out to somebody, they feel like, oh, I'm being rejected. Well, it's because they've had the wrong attitude. What I want you to always think of is when I go to meet with a prospect, are they a good fit or aren't they? If they are a good fit, then we can have an honest discussion about what the results would look like and how we're going to measure it. And if they're not a good fit, then I don't want to waste my time. And one of the tools that we developed is this idea of the same-side quadrants. In the same-side quadrants, we tracked issue, impact, importance, results, and others impacted in a template. And that's our format for taking notes. And after a while of people beating me over the head and me ignoring what my own clients were saying, we finally produced these same-side quadrant journals. And you should be able to pre-order them by now On the website. So just go to ianaltman.com and you'll see a place where you can order these journals. Take a look at them. There's a video where I explain how to use them. And candidly, if you like the idea of them, you could almost create your own with a blank sheet of paper and just draw a vertical line or horizontal line. This gives you some prompts to help you along the way. See, what we're trying to do is just help people focus. On the right things, on the things that actually matter to the client. Because if you focus on the things that matter to the client and they see you doing that, they are inclined to spend more with you. They are inclined to work with you over other people. Because too many organizations have sold people promises that they can't deliver. And when you're someone who is actually committed to the results for the client, they think to themselves, wow, this is really important for us. I wanna make sure. That we get that. I was doing an event for a division of Johnson and Johnson, so I was doing a a, um, a program for their sales team. And after the meeting, the head of sales and marketing said, "Hey, you know what? It'd be really helpful if we had something that summarized some of these key points that we just discussed at the end of the meeting." And I said, "Absolutely, that's a great idea." And so I went back after a long day after dinner, and sat down at the computer and wrote out exactly what they were going to need because I knew if they got that, it would help move the needle for their business and help them grow that much faster. And I also knew that if they didn't get that, it probably would have stalled their results. And it would have been easy to say, oh, well, that's not included. But you know what? You just can't think that way. You just have to think, what's in the best interest of my client and can I deliver it? And if I do that, then it probably leads to repeat and referral business. So we always have to be thinking, how can we hold our client's hand? How can we ensure they get the right results? And when we do, we have repeat and referral customers for life. So remember, don't show up like the peddler. Don't show up asking, hey, would you be the right person for me to sell something? Um, I'll be in the area. Um, Pick one of three times so we can get together and meet. Don't be guilty of the premature presentation. Instead, hold back. I want you to think about where you can help these people. And until you're convinced that they have a problem worth solving, until you're convinced that you know you can deliver amazing results for them that matter, you shouldn't be presenting a darn thing. But if you wait till that moment and then you present what your approach is, then it's all in the context of what matters to them. And that's where you can make a huge impact for your clients that will lead to repeat and referral business. By the way, if you enjoy this show, even a little, but if you enjoy this show, please take the time to post a review. And if you post a review and just send, just take a picture of it or a screen capture and email it to me at Ian at Ian I'll send you a gift because I've got a challenge with a buddy of mine, and I'm trying to get over a certain number of reviews, and right now he's cleaning my clock, and he's been giving away gifts, and I haven't, so guess what? I'm in a gifty kind of mood right now. Remember, this show gets its direction from you, the listener. If there's a guest you think I I should have on the show, if there's a topic you want me to cover, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. Have an amazing week, add value, and grow revenue in a way everybody can embrace, even your customer.